0: That's www.activeskinrepair.com, code VILLAGE, for 20% off your order. You're listening to Voices of Your Village. This is episode 143. This episode is dedicated to daylight saving time. This fall, we fall back an hour. So 6 a.m. will become 5 a.m., and that feels too early. You know, it just feels too early to see another human face. So we have put together this Daylight Saving Time episode to support you in navigating this time change. We also have a guide for you at org slash falldst. It's totally free. You can snag it. It has two options. Both what to do to support your kid before the time change, or to wait and see what happens and how to support them after. All right, folks, let's dive in to this rebroadcast of Fall Daylight Saving Time. Welcome to Voices of Your Village, a place where parents, caregivers, teachers, and experts come to support one another on this wild ride of raising tiny humans. We combine decades of experience with the latest research to create the modern parenting village. Let's dive into honest conversation about real parenting challenges so it doesn't have to be this hard. I'm your host, sleep consultant, child development specialist, and passionate feminist, Alyssa Blass Campbell. You guys, there's one thing that I can say that every parent is like, oh my God, stop. Is that here again? And guess what, guys? It's here again. It's daylight savings time and we get to navigate kiddos' sleep changes. All right. So here's the deal. There are two things we're really paying attention to for daylight savings time, light and sleep pressure. Light, exposure to light, regulates your circadian rhythm and it tells your body when it's time to be awake and when it's time to be asleep. It helps our bodies with melatonin production, which helps us fall asleep and stay asleep. And so light's gonna play a big role here. We wanna make sure that kiddos are exposed to light when we want them to be awake and not exposed to light when we don't want them to be awake. You might be like, Alyssa. This is crazy because I can't keep my kid in their room for an hour in the dark. And like, no, that would be wild and really hard to do. But we can talk about ways to navigate this so that they are in the dark for longer periods of time in the morning uh, as we get closer to the desired wake time. Because here's the deal. For the fall daylight savings time, what's going to happen is that, say you, can, you want your kid awake at 6 a.m., say that's your target wake time, their body clock is going to be 7 o'clock in the morning. So if your kiddo usually wakes up around 6, when they get up at what feels like 6 o'clock in their body, that'll clock in your room is going to say 5 a.m., and you're going to be like, oh no, nobody wants to get up at 5 a.m. So the ultimate goal here is that on the Saturday night before Daylight Savings that we have kiddos going to bed an hour later than usual. So if they usually go to bed at 7 p.m. and sleep till 6 a.m., you want them to go to bed at 8 p.m., And sleep until what in their body will feel like 7 a.m., but on the clock will be 6 a.m. And then you're set up for the rest of the day and you're good to go and you can operate as normal. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being back to work after maternity leave has been so good and, frankly, so hard. I love what I do and I missed collaborating with my team while I was out, and it's been a tough transition. get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com voices today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com voices. Having Sage approved audio for our car rides is a literal lifesaver for my nervous system. And I love making lists of podcasts to share with him when he's ready. I was so excited to hear about a new show called Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as math, M-A-T-H, geared toward the six plus crowd. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time traveling adventures. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long. The perfect length for car rides and meal times and stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune in to mysteries about true histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. However, you cannot simply put your kid to bed an hour later without adjusting naps or anything else because this is going to mess with their sleep pressure and they're going to end up going down overtired How many of you have ever been like, oh, we're going to go to this family party and then we're just going to power through for an extra hour. It'll be fine. And then you end up with like a melting child. Everything's a disaster. They fight bedtime because they're overtired. They wake up in the middle of the night because their sleep pressure's off. And you're like, oh my God, what do we do? We cannot simply move bedtime an hour later without adjusting naps. So you have a couple options here. You can either look back and say like, okay, we're going to go back a couple days and move naps and bedtime and morning wake time a little bit later each day, or you can play the day of with naps. So it might be like, oh, we're going to, if your kiddo takes two naps, you might be adjusting each nap by like half an hour later, just pushing the envelope a little bit. And then maybe... Uh, they're going to end up waking up a half an hour earlier the next on Sunday on after daylight savings time, and then you'll just have a half an hour to adjust. You can tweak it that way. Some people fall into the camp of like plan B where they're like, well, just see what happens and adjust from there. That's fine too, but you will likely have adjustments then on Sunday and then going back into the week on Monday. One thing that's huge here, whether you're adjusting ahead of time or you're going to make adjustments later, the way to make adjustments is to keep kiddos in the dark when you want them to be asleep, even if they're not asleep. It might mean you're like rocking and snuggling or you have a low like warm light would be okay and like reading books in there in the morning or doing milk in there in the morning but trying to keep kiddos in the dark when you want them to be asleep. Now, as we switch here, and we're going to have, especially in the Northeast, if all of a sudden we like lose daylight during this, a key part is going to be in turning lights on in your house and exposing kids to light in the evening time when we want them to be awake. We don't want the body to be like, oh, I haven't been exposed to light, or there's really low lighting in the house, and so now I'm going to kickstart my melatonin production than we actually want kiddos to go down to bed. So making sure that in the afternoon evening times, we're keeping them exposed to light when we want them awake. And then in the morning time, we aren't exposing them to light until we want them awake. If you do nothing and you put your kiddo down at 7 p.m. on Saturday, hoping to see them at 6 a.m. the next day, It's not their fault or they didn't do anything wrong if they wake up and the clock says 5 a.m. If that's the case, then you're going to adjust nap time. If your kiddo wakes at 5 a.m. and usually they take a nap from 11.30 to 1.30, I would shoot for putting them down for nap at 11. They're probably going to be tired by 10.30. I would push them to that 11 o'clock mark. Uh, and see how that goes over. And then you might adjust bedtime a little bit too. It's Guys, it's very similar to if you're just like traveling and you're going to be um, moving to different time zones, et cetera. It's a, this is a very doable thing. I think we make a giant deal out of daylight savings, but really it can be small tweaks in uh, timing and adjustments there. So don't you worry, my friend, we've got your back through this. Come on into our Facebook group and we'll support you along the way. All right. Good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Voices of Your Village. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at voicesofyourvillage.com. Did you know that we have a special community for all of you to be a part of so that we can all gather together to raise emotionally intelligent humans? Head on over to Facebook, search Seed and Sow: Voices of Your Village and dive into that Facebook group. We cannot wait to hang out with you and collaborate on raising these tiny humans. If you're digging this podcast, head on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll down, click those stars and leave a review. It really fills my heart to hear from all of you.
1: Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence